You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are back with Sir Crokington, and we're going to start doing the Proving Ground adventures. They'll be spread out over a long time, especially if you include the second sort of Proving Grounds, in which case those will probably come towards the very end. The Proving Ground events are special multi-part adventures designed to test the mettle of Swift's bravest adventures. These special adventures are event- available exclusively to Adventurers Guild subscribers. Please select the Proving Grounds event below you wish to play. If you're not ready to tackle these adventures, you may go back. Now, when these Proving Ground things were first out, they were... Limited time events and very, very hard. So that most people would die a lot. (laughs) But now they're just more regular single-use content. They're just... You access them differently and they're chunky stories. Or in some cases, several stories. Proving Grounds 1 is a big story, 2 is a few small stories, 3 is a big story, 4 is a few small stories, then a big story, then a couple of small stories at the end, and 5 it looks like just as starts off as, well, well, we'll see when we get there, won't we? But it gets quite epic. But we're not quite ready to do that yet. In fact, I think I probably am, but... 
What would happen if I... Oh no, I can't do Proving Grounds 5 yet. You must be a member of the Silver Quest to embark upon this Proving Grounds event. To join the Silver Quest, please visit the city of Twithic and seek them out in the eastern part of the city. Well, well, that's something to do eventually. But let's just start. Proving Grounds 2, the Perilous Streets. Now, as I've mentioned before, I'm skipping one because that has that one check, which if you fail it, you die, and if you die, you lose adventure tokens. And, it, and those are the premium currency, which are very valuable. The wilds of Swift aren't the only places that harbour danger. The twisting streets and narrow alleys of the towns and cities that dot the landscape are filled with perils both numerous and de deadly. Select the perilous streets. Yep, not yet attempted any of the event scenarios. Yep, so you get scored depending on how many of the scenarios you get through successfully. And here we are. We're starting off in Trithic, which is where we left off last time. The first light of day finds the streets of the Adderstone teeming with adventure. Out of the mist is the first scenario. Begin. A thick bank of early morning fog has rolled in to conceal Trithic's lower wither front. As you make your way along the quayside, you are suddenly confronted by a dark shape emerging from the mist. A bent, cowled figure lurches out of the fog and draws up before you. Instinctively, you reach for your weapon. Your instinct has not betrayed you. The cowled figure raises his head, raises his head and you are horrified to find yourself snaring into the wild, ravenous eyes of a wolf. The wolf creature snarls and leaps at you. Its long claws outstretched to sink into your flesh. Oh no, not my flesh. I need that. It's a snarling wolf man. And it has to die. The sinister wolf creature wakes you with its long claws. <laughs> your enemy lays a brutal stroke on you for six damage. And I stab away. And it is slain. 4 XP. The wolf creature thrashes about on the ground in the throes of death while you take a moment to recover from the combat. The noise to your left causes you to turn just in time to behold two more of the wolfmen leaping at you from the shadows. You have but a split second to react. So, fortification or just hop out of the way? I'll try fortification. Had to be above level 20, but I've well got that. Succeeded. 16 XP to fortification. The two leaping wolfmen smash into the barrier of blue sparks that suddenly appears in their path. Uh, I was trying to sound like a dog yelping, not good at it. <laughs> with, with loud grunts, the two hideous creatures topple to the ground. Before they have a chance to regain their bearings, you set upon the monstrous pair. Two dazed wolfmen. The sinister wolf creatures wake you with their long claws. Brutal stroke, five damage. 
but they're still going down and they are slain. 4xp. A ghastly howl goes up from the last of the wolf men as he slumps to the street to join his dead kin. You dare not relax your guard and spending the next several minutes watching and waiting, almost anticipating another attack out of the fog. When you're relatively certain of your immediate safety, you quickly search the bodies of the slain creatures and discover a leather bag containing a small quantity of gold. That's 15 gold, that's a very small quantity indeed. You decide to dump the three corpses in a wither, but are shocked to discover that in place of the three dead wolf creatures are three human bodies, two men and a woman. You take solace in the fact that the curse that afflicted these people no longer torments them. You offer a silent prayer over the slain humans and dispose of their bodies in the most dignified way you can accommodate before quickly setting off on your way. And that finishes this. Well done, Sir Crokington. You've successfully completed this scenario and scored a victory in the current Proving Grounds contest, The Perilous Streets. Your victory has been recorded, yes, and... You can't, because of the way that the Proving Ground contents work, you can't quit without saving to try again or get any other, or, you know, a not have a death count. Everything is saved. Eight, and also you get eight XP to general. You get little rewards at the end of each each of the little scenarios. Although at some of them you get some quite chunky rewards. A sticky situation. Begin scenario. While strolling along one of Twithics with the front streets just as dawn is breaking, you're startled by the rattling of a steward grate a few yards ahead. Suddenly, the heavy iron grate is cast into the air as a thick Orange tentacle shoots up from below. The tentacle lashes out in your direction and wraps itself around your midsection. You struggle frantically against the monstrosity as you are steadily dragged towards the open sewer grate. Okay, it might be friendly, but I don't. But apparently that notion hasn't occurred to Sir Crokington. So, friendly, but you know, grabby. So my options are just attack it! Stab! 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 Stab it! Or elementalism, or destruction. Or use destruction. Failed. Well, that's a pity. You struggle in desperation against the tentacle as you try to prevent it to whatever fate awaits you beneath the street. It's an orange tentacle. Begin combat. The sickly orange tentacle tightens its grip around your torso. Alright, uh, yeah, and keep stabbing, keep stabbing, and it is slain. 5xp. Having released its grip on you, the tentacle slips back into the open sewer grate and disappears from view. You're about to turn and move away from here. When much to your horror, a t- second tentacle shoots up out of the shadows and streaks towards your chest. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 20. All for agility. Gotta get 50 or more. Oh, I get slapped. Pick now. 69, success. You leap to the side, 
dodging the tentacle by mere inches. Without looking back, you dash along the street until you're well out of reach of whatever lurks beneath the grate. Thankful to survive such an unpleasant encounter, you take stock of your possessions and spend the next few minutes catching your breath for once again setting off on your way. And that is the end of that scenario and another 8x beta general. Not very much, but the number goes up as you get further into the higher, the deeper, the higher numbered proving grounds. The Britzkrin Gang. Alright, here we go. Begin. The first pale light of dawn on a cold autumn morning in Twithick finds you making your way along a deserted lane in the eastern quarter of the city. As you near the end of the street, you catch sight of a group of five figures slinking through the shadows on the opposite side of the lane. Concealed in the shadows, you watch with growing curiosity as the group of hit figures moves aside a sewer grating and prepare to descend into the makeshift portal they have fashioned. Suddenly, one of the figures looks up and thrusts a gloved hand in your direction. You've been spotted! The five figures start towards you from across the lane, and as they draw closer, you're horrified to find yourself staring at the rotting faces of the dead. You defiantly hold your ground against the five advancing undead, while your mind races to come up with the next course of action. You're not welcome! On Britsequin ground, this is the closest of the hideous ghouls. Run her through and collect her scrap, says a second ghoul. The name Britsequin sends a shiver the length of your spine, for it is the name given to a notorious band of cutthroats that terrorised the city of Twithick over two centuries ago. You have little reason to doubt you have encountered at least part of this legendary band. Risen from the dead! Alright. Let's, let's look up a little more about this gang. Britsikin Wang Gang. Named after a street in Twithick. The Britsikin Gang. Hello there. Was a band of rogues that earned a reputation not only for their brazen acts of thievery, but also for the savage brutality they often employed. Led by a Fedanese master thief named Cotterflow. The gang earned a fearsome reputation and managed to evade capture for more than a decade. Finally, in a standoff with the city guards, Colotto and a good number of his men were burned to death when the tavern in which they were holed up was set aflame. For the 200 years since their demise, it has been said that the spectre of Chocto. Choctaw. Well, okay, it's spoke C H O T O L O. So, how it's pronounced, that's how it's pronounced. And those of his minions still haunt the city, seeking revenge on those who brought their reign of plundering to an end. Alright, so I've got some options. Just fight them, use illusion. Or necromancy. Illusion or necromancy. Hmm. Hmm. Illusion. Succeeded. 16 XP to illusion me. 
an illusionary group of three Count's Guardsmen appear on your left, each holding a drawn sword and a blazing torch. For reasons well understood, three of the undead take several steps back and then turn and flee. The illusionary guards pursue them, leaving you to face the two undead that remain. The two remaining ghouls start stride forward. The larger of the two wields a hefty hammer, while the other has not yet issued a command. Issued a produ- while the other has not yet produced a weapon. In a waspy voice, the unarmed undead issues a chilling command to its hammer-wielding counterpart. The brick, leg slapper, splinter, ha, bones. The large ghoul lurches towards you, its hammer poised to strike you with a deadly blow. It's Tumbrick Leg Snapper. Ooh, that's quite a name to get. And there's just no nice way to get a name like that. The brutish undead thief swipes at you with a weighty hammer. But fortunately, I managed to get out of the way. I keep keeps it keeps swinging but I keep jumping away. Ooh, a brutal suck oh, oh 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 no one of my legs oh, 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 I think oh my oh my oh, I think I think I think several bones are broken. Oh well well unfortunately I'm stuffed with adrenaline at the moment so I don't really notice Ah smart's a bit though Ah, your enemy, brutal stroke, 12 damage. Oh, another brutal stroke, oh, another leg, opposite side. This is going to hurt in the morning. Oh, this is going to hurt in the morning, even with the power of restoration. And that, was, that was 15 damage. And slain. 21 XP. The remaining ghoul draws a, ba- a dagger and steps forward to engage you. 200 years of vengeance sword does not end by your hand, croaks the dagger wielding undead in a waspy voice. Greater than you by leagues have been those who have learned to fear my name. I welcome you. Into the arms of death. As you move to defend yourself against the ghoul's sudden attack, you have no doubt you now face Cholotol, the long-dead leader of the Booty Clinkern Gang. Undead, Master Thief, Cholotol, is fighting me, and I'm fighting back. Yes, go on, face justice. Again. And then go wherever it is that bad people go. Stab the undead master thief stabs at you. Alright. And is slain. 37 XP. Two centuries of west of death come to an abrupt end as the undead Cototo emits a piteous shriek and collapses to the ground at your feet. 
You make a quick search of your enemy's remains and discover a sizable quantity of gold in a leather bag waped to one of their rotting wastes. 97 gold tokens. That's something. Something. You also take note of the dagger that was wielded by Cotto. It appears to be a weapon of great quality. It's a superior dagger. It'll sell for a bit. It's just a generic superior dagger, though. But still, I'll take it. After disposing of the corpses of the undead, you once again set off on your way through the city, with the chill of the wind, wind of early morning at your back. And that's the end of that scenario, and another 8 experience to general. And after each scenario, you get fully healed. Which means you can... Be, you. Sometimes you're in a situation. Oh, I hope that's the end of the snow. I hope that's the end of so. Oh, phew! It is because I was I was nearly depleted, and then the snow ends. And then, even though it makes no logical sense, you're suddenly fully healed in the next part. Even though, narratively speaking, they happen immediately afterward. It's just a conven a convenience that you just accept. Because it's convenient for you. <laughs> anyway, Night Patrol is the fourth and final part of part one. Begin the scenario. In the southern part of Twithick, just prior to the break of dawn, you encounter a group of four mercenaries nearer the end of a long night patrol. These hired fighters, employed by Thane Potten to keep the peace within the city, seem more often than not, little better than the criminal element against which they operate. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing with mercenaries. They're not, they're not loyal. They are very, um, well, <laughs> if, they're, if they're motivated by greed, they're going to stay motivated by, by greed. And if that greed happens to guide them to do a bit more crime on the side, well, that's what they're, they're going to do it. But sometimes that's all you can get. Hmm. As, the, as the mercenaries approach, the brazen band moves up and belligerently surrounds you. One of the mercenaries... Accusing you, accuses you of being a thief, owing to your early morning travel along the city streets. The others laugh and voice their agreement. When their words and actions fail to elicit the fearful spot response they had hoped, the men become agitated, and one of them repeats the accusation while stabbing at you with his finger. Suddenly, before you've had time to react to this unacceptable development, something streaks at you from the left. One of the men is attempting to bring the pommel of his sword down upon your head. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 30. Bonus of 20. All from agility. Gotta get 50 or more, or be clonked on the head. Pick now. 27. Fade. Clonk! Being clonked on the head. Just as I warned. I'm clonked. The plummel strikes you squarely on the top of your head. Oh no, I have been ended rightly. Well, not, not ended. Begunned, I guess. 
driving you to your knees and momentarily blurring your vision. Oh, ten, ten points of damage. You stagger to your feet and prepare to descend yourself as two of the mercenaries leap on top of you, slashing wildly with their drawn blades. You've little doubt that this pair of belligerent mercenaries mean a great deal of harm. Begin combat. So, I've got two options. Kill or subdue. I mean, they are... They are dirty cops. <laughs> but I kind of know the thing and it really be a whole... Bah. Bird will kind of explain to him, and he'll have to, you know, go. He'll, he'll probably still have to, you know, try me for it. Even and that'll, that'll just be that'll just be a whole a whole mess. No, no, no. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. No, no, no. I think I kind of have to subdue also i mean if someone comes across me with dead guards just there i think they'll naturally assume i'm a criminal and that'll be a huge headache uh, okay i'm gonna subdue you all right now try to be you know less arbitrarily violent in the future eh? okay stab at your enemy. The two mercenaries swing at you wildly with their short swords and a brutal stroke, stroke for four damage. They keep swinging, I keep stabbing, just gonna get all the blood out. Another brutal stroke for four damage. And nearly done, and they are subdued. Plonk! Plonk! 
plonk, plonk, go the plonkers. The two must we stagger away from you and we join their shocked companions. Without a word, the four men move quickly away from here, leaving you alone in the middle of the street. You can only imagine it will be quite some time before they attempt to waylay another stranger on one of their patrols. But I guess I'm kind of had to tell the Thane about this. It's trying to remember their faces. Yeah, yeah, gotta do that. Gotta tell the Thane, you know, so we can fire them. All discipline, more something. It's, you know, make it sure they're not gonna be randomly waylaying other people. Just in case. Just in case my lesson wasn't quite stick pointed enough. You emerge from the southern district and find yourself crossing Blade Square just just as dawn breaks over the city. The Adderstone stirs as the first signs of life take to its street. The Witherport and its inhabitants prepare for another day. Oh, and I didn't even... And that's the end of the scenario, and there wasn't any XP reward at the end. Because that's just how... How puny those ghost guards were. Oh, well. So that... Now we can go on to... The streets... Of Seer. One of the largest garrisons of the Tyson army is located in the double-walled city of Seer. But that hardly means the streets are free from danger. The next one is called Rolling Death. Begin the scenario. As you're making your way through the market in Seer's Grand Square. Alright, here's a link for Seer. One of the largest cities, is also, one of Tysa's largest cities, is also its most secluded. Seer sits at the western edge end of Fainvale. Its double set of higher outer walls and monument of darker, less friendly ages. Due to its close proximity to the realm of Hagrigon, Tysa keeps a respectable military presence in Seer. Several panic straps suddenly wing out. You look up and immediately your eyes fall upon the course of a commotion. A driverless wagon, loaded with timber, rumbles, rumbles through the square, drawn by a team of spooked horses, with children, spooked horses who gallop with reckless abandon towards a group of playing children. The children are oblivious to the speeding wagon that is bearing down upon them. Okay. It, what are my options then? Fortification, illusion, telekinesis, gating, or leap aboard the wagon and gain control of it. All interesting options. Oh, I wonder what would happen if I choose illusion. Attempt to summon the power of illusion. Attempt to channel it now. Succeeded. 64 XP to illusion. An illusionary wall of flame springs up between the children and stampeding horses. Many of the horrified lookers cry out in alarm, believing the flames to be real. But as the horses change course to avoid the illusion and you dispel your magic, a cheer goes up throughout the square. 
The crowd in the Grand Square, having witnessed your heroic actions, gathers round and erupts into applause. You humbly accept their gratitude, as well as the hugs of the grateful children whose lives you have spared, before slipping out of the square to continue on your way. And that's the end of that scenario, with 64 experience to general. And now on to the next one. Beneath the slab. What is beneath the slab? What is the slab? We shall see. Begin the scenario. While travelling through the city, you encounter a horrifying scene. A group of men, calling for help, are huddled around a large slab of stone. Upon closer inspection, you discover that the map... That a man is trapped beneath the impossibly heavy weight. Although the man is still barely conscious, you know he's slowly being crushed to death. Okay, okay. Physical strength? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, not exactly, sir. Crokington's strong point. Because she's all tiny. and You know, not that strong. Even with all this equipment she's got helping her out. No, 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 this calls for magic. The power of telekinesis. Because her mind is far more powerful than her muscles. Channeling telekinesis. Succeeded. 128 experience to telekinesis. Your body trembles as you channel your power of telekinesis and focus it on the heavy stone slab. Slowly. The weighty sheet of rock begins to begins to vibrate. Then it suddenly floats upward several inches. You wince in discomfort as you maintain your focus on the slab, while two men rush in and pull the trapped man to safety. You release your focus, and the thick sheet of stone crashes to the ground with a reverberating thud. You are met with several shoulder crosses, and several pairs of hands slap you on the back as the formerly trapped man gasps for air and is tended to by several people. Miraculously, after several several minutes, the man has shaken off most of the ill effects of his ordeal and appears to have suffered no lasting harm. He steps forward and thanks you profoundly, and you wish him well and set off on your way. And that's the end of that little scenario with another 16 XP to general. Yep, lots of little scenarios in this one. The next one is Vark the Vulgar. Who is this man? We shall see. Outside the Silver Hilt Tavern, in one of the less reputable parts of town, you encounter a distraught man who tells you that he has been swindled out of a valuable family heirloom by a merchant named Vark. You learn the merchant in question. He has a reputation for having a violent temper and for having little respect for the law. It's known to the locals as Vark the Volker. It's not likely Vark would give you any trouble, says the man. Surely a being of your stature would be given a fair shake, even from a lizard like Vark. After several minutes of conversation, you decide that out of pity you attempt to retrieve the man's family heirloom. An ornate silver brooch from Vark. The man, who introduced himself as Prithor, 
It tells you that Vark and his band of cohorts are still playing cards at the back of the tavern. Instruct him to wait here, and cautiously make your way inside. At the back... At the back of the Silver Hilt Tavern, you find Vark and the three other men swilling down ale, while engrossed in a game of Traitor's Gambit. Three large men stand off to the side, leaning up against the wall, and, and their hands move to the wooden cudgels that, that dangle from their belts as you approach. Vark, a towned man whose stature and demeanour seem equally imposing, looks up and regards you with a derisive glance. Well, I guess looks down and regards you with a derisive glance. Need you something from me, stranger? He asks in an annoyed tone. Not wanting to appear intimidated, you boldly request that he hand over the silver brooch he obtained by untold means. Vark places his hands face down on the table and leans back in his chair. He folds his hand across his considerable midsection and looks over you carefully. Have a great, have a seat, friend, he says at last. Traitor's Gambit is our game of choice. If you win, I'll see to it you get the trinket you seek. I don't recommend you lose. Vark nods, and one of the men bows out of the car game, stands up, and offers you his seat. So, two options. Just refuse and demand the, sil- the silver brooch be returned at once. Or agree to pay cards against a merchant for the brooch. Hmm. Honestly, the second one seems more interesting, so we'll do that one. Not long into the game of Traitor's Gambit, it becomes quite apparent that Vark is cheating. Despite the oblivious of his repeated infractions, neither of the, the two other players seem willing to call him on it. You decide that accusing him of cheating would do... We do little to further your chances of securing the brooch, so you'll mull over the options available to you as you stare out your cards. So use thievery to cheat, illusion to cheat really bad, or divination to weed his mind, I guess. I'll give divination a go. Yeah. It succeeded. 64 XP to divination. Channeling your power of divination, you're able to weed the mind of the merchant. The two men standing nearest him, gleaning much insight into the cards he holds in his hand. This knowledge, combined with a bit of luck on your part, is enough to assure you a victory. As you lay down on the lay down the winning hand, Fuck slams! his sizeable fist down onto the table and curses at you. You can sense he is slowly coming to terms with his defeat. Vark produces the silver brooch and slides it across the table to you. He glares contemptuously to you as he impatiently taps the tabletop with his thick fingers. On your way now, he snarls. It'll be wise not to show your face about here any time soon, friend. You rise from the table and bow, before quickly making your way out of the tavern. Prithor is overjoyed when you return with the silver brooch. He tucks the item safely away, tells you he will never forget what you have done for him. Suddenly, 
a sound from behind startles you, and you turn around, half expecting to confront one of Vark's minions. But surprisingly, no one is there. You turn back to Prithar, and are shocked to find he's no longer there. Even more mysterious than Prithar's sudden disappearance, is what's been left in his wake. Pinned to the le- edge of your left sleeve is a white plume. Let's have a look at it. This white plume was left with you by a mysterious man named Piffle. Yeah, okay, that's not very descriptive. Still puzzling over the odd encounter, you move away from the Silver Hill Tavern and once again set off on your way. And that finishes that scenario for 16 XP to general. Okay, now admittedly I probably... The first time I did this, I got through the next... We're on to part two of the Streets of Seer now. A series of of dangerous encounters await the bold adventurer on the teeming Streets of Seer. So there's three scenarios in that. But honestly, I... Well, right, this is how it happens to be quite late. Right now I'm recording it, so I'm going to stop for now. Next time, we'll see what other events can happen in the city of Seer. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.